taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 what the fuck is up? What's good? It's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and formulated, along with any goddamn thing we want to talk about, coming to you live, direct, Proof of Concept Studios. What the fuck is up? Hey, man, it's been a solid week so mm. far. Mm. I have no complaints. Solidly. When you say solid week, what do you what do you mean by this? Elaborate. Tell Yo, us. it's I had no idea today was Wednesday. <laughs> Yo, no idea at this all. This week has been breezing the fuck by, dude. Fucking blew by. Holy shit! When you wake up on a Wednesday and you don't know how you got here, <laughs> and you think like I, I, I legit it thought could be the sign of troubles. I don't. Know it, it might be the sign of early <laughs> onset dementia, or it could just be like you're having a good week and it's blowing by for that reason. It's almost the weekend again. Yeah, dude. Uh, I didn't even, I didn't but even yeah, man, I'm having know, a good week. I didn't even know it was a trash day. Yeah, Wednesdays are trash days for us. And like, I fucking hear the trash people. I was like. Is it fucking trash day already? <laughs> Holy mm-hmm. shit. I just, I was like, did Tuesday even happen? What the fuck happened to Tuesday? What did I do on Tuesday? Um, yeah, listen, it's also Cinco de Mayo. So all the ooh. Trump supporters yeah, who yeah. were like, build a wall, build a wall today. celebrated. Yeah. yeah. They're pretending like they didn't say any of that shit. <laughs> they're at their favorite Mexican restaurant. Like, hey, yeah. like, you know, can I have a, can I have a, a spicy guavarita? Like, you <laughs> Uh, fuck you Karen and and not only are they not wearing a mask when they see the oh. uh, the staff wearing a mask they're like take it take that mask off and so, you're offending me you're offending me with your oppressive mask wearing it's like bitch you you're not even wearing a mask <laughs> how the fuck am I yeah. pressing you right now <laughs> <laughs> well yeah man great week yeah man um you know uh this week has been going well um there's obviously, you know, we got to we got to get this out of the way early. Uh, you know, word broke last week. Every anybody who knows me knows is not clearly that I'm a huge uh, Green Bay Packer fan. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, we had some news. Uh, the draft was this past weekend um, and news broke right before the draft was about to begin that uh, it seems like Aaron Rodgers uh, wants out of Green Bay. Uh, I tried to break it down for you guys. We met up, we linked up, uh, this past weekend and I was trying to, you know, I was trying to, I was trying to elaborate on my thoughts, but of course you weren't trying to hear it. All you want is to hear me cry about how I don't want Aaron Rodgers to leave. Uh, nay, sir, I will not shed these tears, uh, for a one Aaron Rodgers. If he should, of course, leave, uh, my, my, my Green Bay Packers. Uh, I'll let you speak and then I'll say my piece. What was that movie with Ben Affleck uh, where his wife like kind of like faked her own death and then uh, but she really just like ran away to get fat or some shit like that and just not have to like keep up with that her image. Thing. I don't recall that being the thing, but uh, well, no, no, that wasn't the thing. It was but it was part of the thing. She was like, you know, she was like upholding an image. She no longer wanted to uphold and she didn't want to have to be this like happy wife and uh, gone. Um, I think that's what you're gone. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Because he did Gone Girl, and then Casey Affleck did Gone Baby Gone. Uh, too close. They're too close. I don't understand how. Wh- wh- did how he do did Gone Baby Gone? 
How do we? What do? What is? The, what are you trying to get to? <laughs> get I, I to know. Me. I know where I'm going. Just follow me. I just. I just I'm want trying. to point out that you're not. I just want to easy. point out the fact that those two did two movies with very similar titles that shouldn't be allowed. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so in that movie with uh, Ben Affleck, and and do you remember what it was? Pull it up. Find it. When I tell this story, Gone uh, Girl, so the movie I yeah just Gone Girl yeah Jeez. we did just talk maybe about you do that. have dimension <laughs> maybe so in that movie right uh, towards the end of the movie Ben Affleck finds himself in this marriage that he doesn't want to be in he's trapped his his wife has more or less trapped him in this marriage he can't leave her I'm, I'm gonna lean back because this might take a while it sounds like it's gonna take a yeah, while no no it's not gonna right? take a while he can't leave her because like you know she will essentially destroy his image and kind of like ruin, you know, ru- fucking ruin his life apparently. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't want to stay with her because she's fucking insane. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, I feel like this is how Aaron Rodgers feels. He's trapped in this shitty city on this shitty team with a shit organization who, who does surprisingly well, just like Ben Affleck did in that movie. He was fine. Right. But they just can't seem to win. And like, get to the Super Bowl and just it's just a shitty place. It's a shitty it's it's, it's like he's in like the uh it's like the fucking like the abyss of shit where it's just like you're just out in the middle of nowhere. You're trapped in this reality between like happiness and sadness and you're just like in that space um of just hmm. like mellow that's that's how the Packers are. It's just like you're just kind of mellow. Not bad, not good, just like just a meaningless mellowness. Uh, yeah, meaningless mellowness. Yeah, that actually works. Uh, that's how Aaron Rodgers feels. I feel bad for the man. He so badly wants to escape. Sir, what in the fuck are you talking about? You are talking utter nonsense. Talking nothing, about nothing playing for the Green Bay Packers. Nothing that you've said in like the last like 10 minutes has made any sense because that's how long you were talking. You were talking for like 10 minutes. Fuck um, no. All of it made sense. That's um, how Aaron Rodgers feels. I feel bad for the guy. Fair enough. First of all, we actually did win a championship. I know it was a long time ago, so you know, one that many people remember. Uh, one. So fifty-five years ago. Yeah, fair enough. How, how many have the uh, the Rams won in that time period? Oh, okay. Yeah, just, just so. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, <laughs> it's not about so us. Then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, and, and look, if the team was a bad team, honestly, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. We're just fucking wasting your talent, my dude. Um, the team's not a bad team, dude. And not at all. Uh, not by any stretch of imagination. Um, without him, clearly, it gets a little more precarious. But I still think we have a pretty solid team, dude. We've got a, 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 not a great running back, a pretty damn good running back, though. Maybe top five in, in, in the league, I, I would argue. That I, I still feel like there's an argument there, but I would say he's top five. I think he was, statistically speaking, maybe top five in the league last year. Um, uh, arguably the best ride receiver in the league right now uh, in Devontae Adams. Uh, a pretty good offensive line. We lost our center, but that's really the only piece of the puzzle that, that we lost uh, from, from last season. Why are you making that face? These are all true statements. How are they not? <laughs> am, I, am I saying falsehoods? Am I, yeah, Is Aaron Jones a top five running back? No. That's arguable. That's Is why I said it's, it's arguable. Devontae Adams a top five receiver? No, 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 Don't do this. Come on, Arain, don't do this. He, not only is he clearly a top five receiver, he's arguably the best receiver in the league. And I defy you to name me a better wide receiver in the league. A head and shoulders better wide receiver than Devontae Adams. Go, shoot. 
Uh, hold on, hold on. Give me, give me, uh, give me a second oh, here. You need some time. Right, you so, need some time to do some Googles. That's yeah, it. I'm gonna go with guys that I would head and shoulders, hands, arms, knees, legs, okay, and toes. Okay. Stop all the conjecture. Get to your thing. Get to your thing. Get to your thing. You're a guy. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, that that's the only one who I can I, I can say is like it's arguable it, whether it's Mike between Evans. Him and, okay, dude, I'm just. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Let's stop there. Let's stop there. Mike Evans. You would, you would clearly pick Mike Evans before you pick Devontae Adams. That's no, Mike just Evans that. is a season for season, just numbers Are machine. Fucking he's just not okay. super okay. flashy and sexy. No, he's not better than Devontae Adams. He's a great wide receiver, clearly, statistically or otherwise, not better than Devontae Adams. What are you talking about? <laughs> Like, what is it? What, what do you touchdowns? Do you want touchdowns? Do you want yards? Do you want catches? Like, what do you what is it that you want? Do you want um, footwork? Uh, do you want route running? What, like, what, what is it that you want <laughs> that you're Listen, saying you, that Mike you, Evans is better than Devontae Adams? You want my list? I'm giving you my list. Yeah, I'm you're also, just giving me I, I might also I might Give also me, throw Ke- I can, Keenan I can Allen, Tariq Hill, and DK Metcalf in there. DK Metcalf, all head and shoulders better than Devontae Adams. I, I, so I mean, he's a younger receiver. He's got a lot. I to don't learn, care if he's I, younger. If I can I'm pick asking a guy right now. I'm going ex- with DK. Preposterous. You see, this is why I can't like argue with uh, both you and Fave, honestly, because yeah. you guys just say like nonsense, and then you just steadily try to back it up. Even sure. You know so statistically, really any, like, statistically, yes, Devontae Adams was <laughs> maybe like the number one or two wide receiver in the NFL last year. Um, you know. Fortunately for him, he does have Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball, right? And and that's, I'm not going to say Aaron Rodgers is a bad quarterback. I'm saying the Green Bay, uh, sorry, the Green Bay uh, Packers are just a mediocre no, team, right? That that's that's what I'm arguing right now. I'm arguing. We're clearly spending way too t- too much time on this, but way too much uh, time. What, what I what I'm arguing this much time talking about the Packers. I do apparently. Uh, so what I'm trying to argue is that he actually has a pretty solid team, and if he wants to win a Super Bowl. And, and this is me trying to be as objective as I can possibly be right now. If he wants to, if he wants to win a Super Bowl, I don't see any other like what this whole argument uh, or what this whole thing comes down to for whether he wants to leave or not. Clearly, it stems from the issue that they drafted Jordan Love last year. He felt like that was a, clearly like a slight to him. And apparently when they got rid of Jake Kumaro, which I. OK, um, this all comes down to what does he care about more? Um, getting even with the Packers or winning a Super Bowl, because I would argue when you go to the NFC Championship two years in a row, um, and uh, you've got you're returning pretty much all of your players from last year who were all on those same that those two teams uh, same teams that went to the NFC Championship. I would argue that your best shot for a Super Bowl is with the team you have now that you know the system you've been there for years. Um, you know, and I, you know, I would also argue that Tom Brady had a lot of help, you know, in Tampa, uh, both with the stud receivers that he had, uh, as well as, you know, the refs <laughs> helping him out a little bit at the end there, you know, with those, at, at minimum with those last two playoff games, both against the Packers and the, uh, the chiefs. Um, and I don't see him getting that kind of help, you know, if he goes to the Broncos, if he goes to the Raiders, if he goes to, uh, somebody, flo- uh, I think, uh, Kellerman floated the Browns. Uh, now I would say the Browns are a pretty good team, but I don't know. It gets a lot, especially if you go over to the AFC, man, it gets a little precarious when you got that boy, Pat Mahomes, you know, that you got to see <laughs> at, at minimum in the playoffs, you know? And so it's just like, what do you care about more sliding 
uh, sliding the Packers because you felt like they slided you, or do you want to win a fucking Super Bowl? I'm t- I'm sick of everybody ro- walking around talking about Tom Brady's the fucking you know a god uh, when he's a middling quarterback at best. Um, and I feel like the reason why he could say that is because he has the Super Bowls, and it's like. It, you know, one thing I can't argue about Brady is he always has his fucking eye on the fucking prize. And I just don't see him pulling this kind of, he, he left the Patriots after winning six Super Bowls. <laughs> like, you know, if he would have won one with them, I don't think he'd have been so hot to be like, all right, let me get the fuck out of here and see if I can do it somewhere else. No, he'd have been like, yo, let's try to fucking seal the deal here. Um, and as much as I might hate Aaron Rodgers is not going to win a Super Bowl in Green Bay. He's not... This He's already won one. What do you stop saying that as if it's like, like not well, already a well, true thing? <laughs> what are we talking about? Are we talking about the past? Or are we talking about the future? And you, what you the said reality the, of this? You said the words. He's not going to win a championship in Green Bay. Clearly, already has. Okay, well, well, listen. You know what I'm talking about. He's not going to win another championship in, in Green how do you, Bay. How do you know that? Because it's not going to happen. How do you know it's, that? It's, of course, I don't know that. I don't have the okay, time. So, stone, so fair enough. Yeah, but exactly. it's not <laughs> going to happen, and he knows it. How he do wants you know out. that again? How do you? How do you? No, it's it does, him. Well, not, so okay, you know, I don't know it. You know who does? Aaron, which is why he wants out. No, absolutely not. If they didn't draft Jordan Love last year, we're not having this conversation, right? Like that's I think literally we still the are. It, on what grounds? Because like Jordan, Lo- Jordan Love didn't have anything to do with them not winning the Super Bowl this past year. No, um, but he's not doing it. He's not. He, okay. Clearly, like the reports say that he wants to go because of Brian Coot. I know you you don't want to actually make any sense here. You just want to say your things no, listen, <laughs> and just continue. Uh, listen, I, I'm just repeating what Aaron Rodgers has said. He what doesn't he want to be in the anymore. He's made it clear he right. wants um, to be Can you? And why uh, does he want out? Not because enough. they're going to win a Super Bowl. He doesn't want to win one more because he knows the team is not going to win another Super Bowl. No, when did, when did he out. say that? I'm sorry. When, when did he say that? Well, of course he didn't outright say it. Right. But, but what, what they, what the reports have been saying is because he has uh friction with Brian Kudges, the, uh, the GM. And it's because of the Jordan love pick. Like that's literally the reason why, why we're having this conversation. So when you say it's because the team's not good and he just wants to go win a Super Bowl somewhere else, completely false. That that's, that that's coming out from you. That's not coming from anywhere else. Uh, the team's a, a good team, uh, and we could potentially win a Super Bowl. And I think it's his best chance to win a Super Bowl if that's indeed what's motivating him. I don't think it is, or or I guess we'll see as time will tell if that's what's actually motivating him or not. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that's that's what I've had to uh, to look at this week. It's been a pretty big thing, and I'm uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not terribly bent out of shape about it, man. If he moves on and wants to go somewhere else and we eventually have to like either release him or trade him or cut him or maybe just he just sits out for the rest of the season, man, it fucking is what it is, man. He was going to leave at some point in time. Uh, I was always dreading this moment no matter what. So um, so it is what it is, man. I guess the Jordan Love era is going to begin a little early in that case. Uh, we'll see what this guy's got, uh, which uh, seeing a little bit of tape on him. I don't know. I'm not terribly encouraged, but we'll see. Had to happen. Sometime. Yeah, I mean, it really is sports. That's all you really can do. Like, you know, people get old, people move on, people get traded, people get cut, whatever. Um, you just got to hope the next man up is like ready, ready to go. You know, yeah. Uh, fuck, we got Matt Stafford. I don't really think I was never <laughs> sold on Matt Stafford, but we got him. So I just hope he's ready to go. That's really all you can do. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that, by the way. Um, uh, so uh, uh, other things going on this week is nothing else. I didn't write anything else for this week. Uh, but next week, looking forward to Spiral Man, uh, Chris Rock's take on uh, um, uh, the Saw series. 
um, which is interesting. Uh, so this is Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is this Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, yeah Samuel L. Jackson. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Um, not sure. How, even from the trailers, I'm. I'm not. I'm, I really don't give a shit about the Saul franchise. Period. Um, coming from Chris Rock, though, I know he wants to be a little bit more serious. Wants to do a little bit more roles where he is taken more a little more seriously. Um, I don't know if I would have started with Saul, though. That seems like a curious place to begin with that sort of uh, endeavor. Uh, but yeah, whatever, man. I, Chris Rock's my man, man. I'll, I'll rock with him, whatever. whatever. I don't as, as long as it's not Grown Ups. Uh, or what, what's that movie with Adam Sandler? That's a movie, right? Grown Ups. Uh, was it? No, it wasn't Daddy Daycare. That's with uh, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, it's it? one of these trash ensemble movies where they have 18 yeah. different stars in it and it's just the plot makes no sense. Uh, it's just strung together because you've got a lot of star power in it. Um, I think it's called Grown Ups and then they had Grown Ups 2. Uh, Sounds about right. Terrible. So um, to be honest, I've never seen one Saw movie. Not never. One? Jesus. I've never had any interest in seeing any Saw movie. I mean, how do you just do have any... catch it on like fucking TNT one weekend, Halloween weekend? So, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure I've like caught bits and pieces of it, but I've never watched the whole thing through and through. I think collectively between all 15 of the movies that they've released, I've maybe seen one hour between all of them. Um, I just never had any interest. Also, you know, I don't like scary movies. It's uh, not. It's Saw is not. It's gory. It's not scary. Yeah. I wouldn't call it scary. It's just like it's yeah. it's a shock. It's shock factor, right? Listen, as much as I believe in supporting black men and everything they do, uh, I can't say I'm going to support Chris and Samuel L. Jackson on this. Now, I'm not against them. I just don't have. I'm not looking for this movie. If one day it comes on TV and I'm like, oh shit, you know, like you know, saw with like Chris Rock, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to check for it. Fair enough. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. You got anything else for uh, this week, next week? To be honest, like this week is, you know, I was looking for like something to bring up in this segment. Not much at all. This week is pretty dry. It's pretty, pretty flat week. Yeah. Um, in that note, or on the note, rather, um, I think what we're going to do is uh, move on um, to kind of our first thing that we're going to talk about here. Uh, but first, we are going to take a gander. This. What we know, Senior Chief Kelly is the third member to be attacked. Three perps are dead. killed was his wife. They better hope he doesn't survive. Why is that? Was that even He is more dangerous and effective than any man we have in the field. No, I don't think they cut that part of the movie. They took everything from me. These were foreign attacks on U.S. soil. We have to respond. I'm gonna make it right. There's something inside of me that I can't turn off. Part I'm hearing of a few sound bites anything. that I didn't hear in the movie. No remorse. 
occurred to you that perhaps John Kelly has done something we can't? Some situations warrant thinking outside the box. Give me a name. He was supposed to be dead. Give me a name. Right. So that uh, was, of course, the trailer for Without Remorse. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not even going to get into the fucking particulars of the movie. Uh, let's just fucking chop it up about it. Uh, broadly speaking, what do you think, man? What do you think of Without Remorse with Michael B? So the plot for this movie was it's not something we've not seen before. Right. Like, uh, you know, as I was watching this movie, it reminded me of uh mark Wahlberg and in, in shooter you know where like the government you know, the, the military was trying to set him up for like a sniper situation that he didn't do in order to start a war with like a foreign government to you know to uh bring funding to like the military and ultimately that money is, winds is that up really in like a senator's uh yeah what is something like that like didn't they like frame him for like a shooting yeah, that's that's yeah. one of those movies that you like I started so many times, but I could just never really like either finish it or really understand it. I just I literally I've tried to sit down to watch this movie and every time without fail, it's just like I get distracted with something or I just don't want to watch it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. to be honest, it's not a bad movie at all. Um, uh, I think Michael Penne is in it. He plays a really interesting, a really dope character in that movie. And, you know, long story short, they just try and frame him for, um, you know, a sniper shooting event, which ultimately will like, uh, re like galvanize Americans to like get back to, uh, you know, uh, uniting against a common foreign enemy. Right. And, you know, what that does, it, it increases military spending and, you know, then your dirty senators and politicians can swindle a few billion off the top of that, like, uh, outrageous military budget funded by taxpayer dollars. Fuck education and healthcare. You know, let's go fight an enemy that we created is essentially like the, the gist of a lot of these movies. Yeah. Um, so it's not like I didn't see something I haven't seen before, but I did like the way that this movie was... Uh, um, you know, put together, I should say. Uh, I thought the cast was great. I thought the storyline was solid. Um, it made sense, right? And then you get what you want from, you know, actor Michael B. Jordan is that like Jason Bourne style action and intensity. Um, this movie was fun to watch. Uh, I really loved, my favorite character in this uh, movie was uh, Jodie Turner-Smith. Um, I, th I thought she just played the shit out of her role. Uh, she pulled everything off. Um, and it, it was just fun to watch. Like, I wouldn't say that this is going to win any particular awards. Um, but you know, it, it was, it was, it was fun to watch. One of the things that stood out to me the most in this movie was his fucking house and how nice that house was very clean, <laughs> modern architecture. You gotta love the real estate market in Atlanta. I mean, you can get a lot for a little, uh, I think that was my favorite part of this movie. Did they live in Atlanta? Is that where they live? Uh, yeah, because I think like when uh, when they ran up in his house, it was it was down in Atlanta somewhere. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I yeah. clearly didn't pay all that much attention to that detail. But um, yeah, there were a couple of things that I uh, that I but liked and disliked about the movie. Uh, overall, I would say that this movie 
was pretty much as advertised. It's just him running around, just killing people. Um, which, to be perfectly honest, if I want to be straight up here, we didn't get as much of as I would have assumed going into the movie. Like, there are a lot of scenes that are really, like, long scenes that I didn't think were, like, necessary that weren't him just straight up killing people. It was just, like, some weird situation that he was in. Like, I, I remember this, maybe the specific scene that I was talking about was uh, the scene where he, the, the, the plane gets shot down. Um, and they're having to, like, you know, escape. And he has to get, like, whatever equipment that they have, like, that's in there. That yeah. scene lasted a long time for a scene that... It's kind of like I could see if we had like a plot here that was just like over oh, here for the plot, but we're not. We don't really care if you guys, you know, <laughs> explain how they get the equipment or not. Or it's just like, wait, can we get back to him just killing people? I just, like, <laughs> I don't need you guys to explain how this happens. Like, this is very unnecessary. <laughs> and we were there for I, I a agree. long time. Like, yeah, I agree. That scene was long, but it was dope to see. Um, like the survival instincts kick in, like finding those air pockets and just like, just when yeah, you it was like, it's, it's like, it's like watching, like clearly like this is mimicked after like video game. And it was like watching like a video game of like, Oh, you're in this situation. Now you have to figure out like how to get out of it. And it's up to you to figure it out. Right. Um, it was kind of, it was marketed after that, but as far as like working in a movie, especially a movie of this kind where it's kind of just like, we're really just here to see him murk people. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, it wasn't really necessary. Um, and it, like, and I wouldn't have minded it if it hadn't taken so long. Like, it just felt like we were there for a very long time. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, but I I, was, I remember jot, jot or I I did jot down a few notes uh, as we were watching or as I was watching. But one thing though, I mean, the re- sure. that we were there that long for a reason. I mean, that was a Spirit Airlines flight, so like <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything takes long and like even yeah. though they were on a uh, on a u.s government mission i feel like they all still had to check one bag yeah, yeah which is 99.99 per person <laughs> and they were all pissed too they're all they yeah. pissed, super pissed and one person and the plane just... didn't get shot down the engine just blew that was spirit airlines well, if, you... uh, if anyone <laughs> if anyone wasn't checking and you you know the one person among them like try to bring on like another carry on but it was like no 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 it's a small bag it's a, and they like stopped and they held up the whole entire fucking thing <laughs> you know spirit airlines charges you more the smaller the bag is you uh, do it like no I didn't. yeah listen what? it's a uh, who knows sense. who knows what they're doing yeah you, you could bring on a, a wallet Oh, to bring a wallet on board, five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's much, how much, backwards they are. Much like the plot of this movie, didn't really make too much sense. Um, or that doesn't really make too much sense. Uh, but just a few notes that I wrote down. Um, so the the first scene that I was like, well, what the fuck was the scene where it showed him in the water? Like the first scene in the movie where it showed him in the water, that had nothing to do with anything. Like it was literally just him shooting people. And then the next scene is like them getting a mission brief. And it's like, wait, what did, you like where he's what did in that the have pool. to do with something? Yeah. <laughs> is that like where he's in the pool? He like yeah. pulls the guy in. Um, yeah, which is a hard scene, but it was just like, wait, did, did, did that just, did you guys just put that in there just because it was a dope thing yeah, to show? There, there was no direct tie to like the next scene. Um, I guess they were just like, yo, let's open up this movie with this like dope scene. I feel like they filmed it and then they didn't know where in the movie to put it. They're like, yo, just 
let's open with this and then cut to something completely different and hope <laughs> nobody notices. Yo, I was just like, wait, because it was dope, but it was at the same time of like, I mean, was that a previous mission they were on? Is that a flash forward to like the future and something he's going to do later? What the fuck? Like, and then it was like, and it'd be different if they were like getting back from the mission. And then like, okay, you could see that they were just on a mission and they were getting back. For, it wasn't even that. It just, it was like, and then a mission brief for like the next mission. It was like, bitch, how did we, what, what did we do there? Like, what was the, what was the context of that? It was just him killing people, which is again, yeah. I asked for it, but I guess maybe a little bit more context, but, uh, so yeah, I guess was, we should just good. shut up and be happy. Like you got the killing. That's what you wanted. Don't ask any more questions. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and and we'll just one really small note. I hate when they show like uh, these like areas like so for instance, say we start off in Syria and they show it as just like tattered and just like fucking worn torn. What I always kind of wish and I or what I'm starting to wish more and more is, is that like when you show these places, because that's how they depict these places, right? They depict them as like, oh, my God, just everything's here is just bad and terrible. And, and, and they're always at war and it just looks like a war zone 24 seven. It's like, well, yeah. it'd be nice if you showed who might have caused that to happen. You know, maybe maybe a couple drone strikes, you know, <laughs> potentially might have done that, you know, and made it look like complete rubble. But no, no, we, we never show that. It just always just like, no, that place is just shitty for the sake of being shitty. Um, uh, a small little note. Uh, um, and also, too, it's always the Russians. Whenever you have a movie like this, especially like in, of like the last like decade, always the Russians. It's never anybody else. It's always it's so even if it starts out with like another group, it's always it always comes back to the Russians. I blame 24. I blame 24 for this. <laughs> Every plot line in 24 always was traced back to either the Russians or some body within the US that was like dirty or something like that. But it always the Russians were always involved somehow. Um, uh, and also to uh, one other little small note at the beginning was, nigga, don't touch my chessboard. What the fuck? What is this shit? He just he, did you see when he just came around and just fucking made the little chess move like, bitch, I was playing like and also you made the wrong fucking move, too. <laughs> Yeah, did they move rook to like b11 yeah, yeah he, dude, never never <laughs> listen you got to open up with the queen's gambit okay we all know that <laughs> the only reason why you said that is because the queen's gambit or never that's the only fucking reason <laughs> um uh but yeah uh he, he just came around the little kid was playing chess and he just made the chess move for him it's like bitch that wasn't even the move i was gonna make now you fucked up my entire board yeah. I need your help. I'll fucking ask for it. <laughs> and you stunted my confidence. Now I don't believe in myself <laughs> yeah. anymore. I don't, I don't trust myself as a player. Yeah, fucked up that kid's um, life. I, I, I completely derailed. Um, and then also too, uh, the dude that popped out of the van and then uh, shot the one yo that was in the car, like they were when they were killing off the team. Yo, they were in stop and go traffic. That seemed like the poorest idea ever. <laughs> they were literally in stop and go traffic with cars on both sides of the van. And the dude hops out of the back of the van. Pop, 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 pop. Like he took like 20 shots at the dude that was in a car and then got back into the van. But the van like kind of went forward a little bit. I was like, where is it going to go? It's stop and go traffic. Like, and you're surrounded by other vehicles. That seems like yeah. the poorest idea. Like, like, like I'm telling you, that was in Atlanta. <laughs> not you know this it's kind of something you you see often you know it's not a surprise it's like whoa is that all right well turn right up here oh, there's a parking spot you're like that's just how that's just how shit goes 
<laughs> but yeah, they, they were definitely in like heavy traffic because the dude was on his on the phone with his wife. And he was I think he even mentioned the fact that like they're in traffic. Dudes just got out and murked him, then got back in. And they were like, all right, mission done. In this big ass van. Like. Yeah. in this very obvious van. And then like the ETA just kept increasing because traffic kept getting heavier and heavier and the whole time they stayed right in front of each other so the one scene where they like uh where they you know hit where the russians killed that first guy who was like taking out the trash yeah um yo i was i didn't see that shit coming at all no, I, very I knew, realistic how, how do I, they film those scenes because it looks very real oh i'm sure i'm sure they did some heavy uh like cgi editing and shit uh maybe you just no dude i think that was a real person <laughs> yeah they just i swear <laughs> just fucking kill a real guy what does that paycheck look like to just take take a bump for the uh, <laughs> for the movie <laughs> too much could you, could you imagine <laughs> I'm sorry, not enough actually could you imagine dying for the movie without remorse like actually like <laughs> sacrificing your life for this tom clancy fucking no plot having ass movie <laughs> And no one on set is remorseful, and your wife is just like, oh, "Thanks for the check." I was ready. I was going to divorce you anyway. Yikes! No one cares. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then um, and then I thought they were a little heavy handed with the whole say her name situation. It's like, come on, guys, come on, yeah. come on. We're a little heavy here, you know. I feel like and it wasn't even it wasn't even her full name. You know what I mean? First name, <laughs> just not even. Her, like, I'm sure that her first name was actually like Pamela. Pamela, yeah. You know, because but that would have been like not as like exciting or too long to say. He could only say it like once or twice before he drowned. Or <laughs> he wouldn't have been able um, to even get it out fully. Pamela, <laughs> yeah, and then he just starts to uh, drown. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was a little bit like okay, you know, like we've seen this before too. Well, it's not um, even that we've seen it before, but I clearly like we know what it's in reference to, right? Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure they started work on this movie probably after, uh, you know, uh, everything that happened with Brianna Taylor, and then yeah. for for weeks, if not months, hashtag say her name, you know, was trending. Uh, and so I felt like it was like pretty, and they had a couple moments in the movie that I felt like were pretty heavy handed that didn't really like even work with the story, but they just like found a way, like where he was talking about how America um doesn't care about us um but it's just like they did, they never built that up of of him thinking that america did care about them. like you know what i mean like it just yeah it, it felt like it was just thrown in because they were like uh we want to we got michael b he's black pretty big actor feel like we need to talk about race a little bit in here uh which okay it's welcomed but also it's just like you'll find a better way to like put it into the movie uh but anyways i don't know that's just my preference maybe maybe other no no I, I agree i felt like that was a bit um it, I, I it didn't make it did not make sense it just i feel like they could have used another angle or opportunity to maybe make us that same or a similar statement um yeah it, you know it, it wasn't well done. It, I, I wouldn't say it lacked it t- lacked taste, but it just wasn't tasteful. Yeah, um, and also too, you know, the big not surprise, but the big thing at the end was uh, obviously like the, the. Did you ever play Rainbow Six when you were? Uh, I, f- I did a little bit. 
but I'm, I can't say I ever played much of it. Dude, I need to get a system. Dude. I need to get like an Xbox or a PlayStation. It's, it's, I need to just become a gamer. Just fucking. No, nah, dude. Uh, your, your life thinks you appropriately for not becoming a gamer. Nah, because, dude, listen, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm about to, I'm about to become a hardcore gamer. All right. You, yeah. I swear. Uh, I don't know. Why I don't, I don't <laughs> I, I've never heard a person sound more <laughs> insincere in my life. No, listen, I'm in. Yeah, guy, I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to buy right I'm now. In, I'm, 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 I'm in the Amazon. gaming community <laughs> because you got like Angry Birds on your cell phone. Or something Do you know like Fortnite has like made over nine billion dollars in the last two years? How does it make like? Wait, Fortnite isn't it? I don't know. I'm not even gonna pretend like I understand what the fuck. Yeah. Any of this well, I mean, say like buying the game, in-game purchases, um, you know, whatever the fuck. <laughs> that's upgrades. obscene yeah that's that's obscene yeah dude the um, video game industry makes more than the movie industry and the music industry combined yeah because well people clearly love games but then also too um it's like you know where there's like uh clearly you have costs for like developers and shit like that but with these like hollywood budgets it's kind of it's it's really kind of hard to get a return on your investment but with these video game developers, it's kind of like you just put the product out and it just keeps selling like for yeah. years, <laughs> you know, with movies, it's it's like when it, it, outside of like the initial release of it, it's a little hard to like continuously, like unless you maybe sell the rights to what you almost certainly, you know, do. Um, but that all gets precarious uh, with games. It's like, yeah, you just put it out and perpetually it continues to make money, you know? Yeah. Years, also, like with video games, years. you could. You, you just keep developing and growing for the most part, the same thing. Like you keep making the world bigger, the storyline bigger, yeah. adding characters, like adding new features and blah, blah, blah. Whereas yes, in movies, it's like you put out a movie, then great. You, now you got to do another one. And you know, uh, this actor needs 20, $30 million to do the movie. Whereas like, you know, a junior uh, video game developer, you're only going to pay that guy like $50,000 and he's still going to work 50 hours a week. Uh, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> the overhead is much lower on video games, which is it's just yeah. insane how so much the, revenue it generates. Yeah, and the whole reason why we're even talking about video games is because, of course, it's mentioned at the end. Michael B shows up with the uh, uh, Malcolm X glasses and is talking about uh, that he wants to start a team called Rainbow. Uh, obviously, this is in in reference to Rainbow Six, which is a very very popular uh, uh, video game. Um, that surprisingly, uh, has not been made. I, I, you know, uh, into a movie is what I mean. Um, was this after the credits or something? Oh yeah. 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 You, you didn't stick around. I stuck. Damn. I know. Dude, listen, I was, uh, I was tired as fuck. I did not stick around, but is that all that happened? Is it worth, is it worth me going back and to watch or no? Does he just say he wants to start a team called rainbow? Uh, yeah, he basically just said he wants to start a team called Rainbow, but obviously it was in reference to this, this whole Rainbow Six thing. Um, Who was he talking to? Did, wasn't he supposed to disappear? That, can't just be yeah, like, yeah, no, he just popped the mall. Right, again. Uh, plot makes no sense. He just popped right back up in DC, uh, <laughs> and was talking to the the one CIA agent dude that he thought was a dick, and then turned out he was still a dick, but just not a corrupt dick. Apparently. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, um. Yeah, I don't know. I never really played Rainbow Six. All, uh, maybe once or twice, but I never really dived into it. Honestly, I kind of missed that whole wave. Uh, the last I was on any sort of shooting game was a Halo back in the day. Uh, yeah, yeah that was it for 2000s. me too. Yeah, um, but uh, and that's right around the time where this whole Rainbow Six thing and uh, uh, Call of Duty thing really started to kind of take off. 
I missed that entire wave. So, uh, so I was not as excited, but it was still pretty cool though. Cause it was like, Oh shit. Like, okay, I guess this is going to be a kind of like a series, you know, and a good, yeah. good one on Michael B. I'm sure, you know, maybe he signed the deal. He's like, yo, at least three moves. Give me fucking. Yeah. He's like, I need to double or triple check. I'm not exactly. just doing one-off projects anymore. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Uh, you see these fucking assholes, these, uh, these Hemworth brothers, Hemsworth brothers fucking collecting checks yeah. off of multiple movies. Fuck that fucking shit. Fucking Vin, Vin Diesel hasn't Vin worked Diesel's on anything on else since 90th, Fast and Furious. No, no, he has. He has like eight different franchises that he's in. What are you talking about, Riddick? Uh, uh, no, no, but like the last Chronicles of Riddick movie was in like 2004. That's not a franchise anymore. No, they, no, they, they, they just had another one recently, dude. Um, what? What was it called? It was called like uh, dark, Blackout or dark, damn, what was it called? Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, it was it was Riddick Chronicles of Riddick. Franchise. All right, let's see here. Let's see what's going on with this. Uh, There's no way another movie came out recently. I'm positive, dude. Um, Chronicle a Riddick science fiction franchise created in 2000. Uh, the Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Pitch Black was in 2000. Uh, mm-hmm. 2004, there was the Chronicle uh, Chronicles of Riddick. And then in 2013, there was Riddick. And there is a planned uh, movie. It looks like Riddick for Furia. That's, uh, I guess, in development. Uh, so the last movie was 2014. 13, technically. 13. That was a yeah. long time ago. That's three movies, though. What do you mean? It's eight a, years it's a ago. Franchise. Well, yeah. What I'm saying is the last one came out eight years ago. I wouldn't really consider I'm, that my, like a franchise. Oh, so you wouldn't consider three films in an upcoming fourth one a franchise? What would you consider a franchise? I would consider <laughs> like the Fast and Furious. Uh, that's okay. Yes, that's nine movies. Marvels. You know the fucking. Wait, 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 wait. So you wouldn't consider like Terminator a franchise? Yeah, but didn't don't they have like nine Terminator movies? No, there's uh there's like five maybe. And the last Terminator, no, there's like Salvation, and then there's the most recent Terminator movie. Uh, Term- with, um, Terminator one, with, like, Terminator two, Terminator three, Salvation, um, uh, uh, and the last movie that came out. That's uh, five movies. The last movie came out like 2019, right? Yeah, I think somewhere yeah. right there five movies and one within the past three years this is going to be four. that a franchise this is going to be four you make the it, most preposterous thing statements uh, bro listen there's five movies one came out within the past three years okay and they're they're going to be more terminated movies if you watch the last one wait but I why wouldn't, why is the time why is the time that, like or the last film that came out why are you considering that in terms of whether it's a franchise or not because for me, in order to consider it a franchise, it still has to be like relevant. Uh, like relevant, there has right. to have been a film. There, there's there's franchises. There's, there's franchises that have existed in the past that haven't been out. Like they haven't made a new movie in like twenty years, but they're still franchises. I don't. You, you're making a very preposterous claim. <laughs> I, I don't. But I see. I don't agree with that. With that. With that term. With that term. Calling. If you haven't done something within the past like five years, just call you them. Like an active franchise, or even are you tr- just give them the title franchise. Right it doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. To call a movie, they haven't done a movie in like almost ten years, and they're a franchise. No, it's just there. It's just a collection of past past projects. That's it. You're, you're that's you're all trolling. I'm going to give. You. I'm going to chuck this up to you. Trolling me. Uh, no, moving on. Um, so and the Earth is flat. 
Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you and, uh, and Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, Irving uh, I'm sure believe the same things. Uh, no franchises and uh, the Earth is flat. Um, look, whatever. Uh, without remorse, yeah, it was pretty much what we expected. Weirdly enough, we just watched the fucking trailer, right? Um, yo, like half of the fucking trailer was not in the movie, and it was like stuff that is like weird to cut, <laughs> like, like. Yeah. Like, like, there was that one that? part where I heard him say, like, you know, there's something in me that's yeah. like dark. And, and I'm like, not well, in the movie. Well, that was in the movie. Not I at all. I don't know. I think and there was honestly, like a fight scene in there that wasn't in the movie. Uh, there's a there's a part with um, Sophie uh, Turner, uh, who plays um, uh, who plays Karen Greer, uh, his like cr- captain or colonel or whatever their relationship was in the movie. There's a part where she says like something about like him being one of the most like dangerous men in the on the planet or something movie? like that. That wasn't and, in the oh, movie. And and this scene where he like opens up his eyes, that wasn't in the movie, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh or and it's a little later in the trailer. But he's like on the gurney and he opens up his eyes. That wasn't in the movie. He's just oh like yeah. passed out. Period. In the movie yeah. where he's on the tra- where he's on the gurney, he was just fucked up. That was <laughs> Yeah. That was it. So he like weird, woke dude. up slowly later. Like and I and I feel like this scene was a little doctor too. It was a scene where he finds his wife. Like he because he was like kind of like half dead when <laughs> when uh when he found her. Uh and so he like just passed out like immediately upon finding her. He didn't he like said her name or something like that, but then just like passed out, but he didn't like Rah! you know, like he did in a trailer. Yeah. He's just like those are all weird things to like cut. You know what I mean? Like that's a weird I don't know. It was weird. Um, but anyways, uh, that was our take on without remorse. Yeah, I guess it was a movie, you know, but, uh, it was, listen, if, uh, if you're just looking for a, like a fun, interesting action movie to watch something, something light, you know what I mean? Like watch this. Oh, maybe it's not light. Uh, man, <laughs> man's wife and child got murdered. But if you're looking for a fun action movie to watch, I, I definitely recommend watching Without Remorse. Well, well it's, it's it's so funny you said light and then you said fun. It's, a, <laughs> it's <laughs> it was fun, fun when to they watch. murder her, the wife and child. Okay, uh, maybe it, it was just, the murder. It sounded weird back to back. Is what I'm trying to say. I did. I mean, that commentary was very dark on, on the other <laughs> side of it. Um, but no, listen, without remorse, it, it was a, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, you got exactly what you were expecting. And I really liked that. You know, they didn't, there, there was no like hidden sauce in this. It was like, yo, you want to see um, some like shoot em up shit. You want to see a lot of motherfuckers get shot up some action. You want to see uh, Michael B. Jordan with his shirt off quite often have to movie. watch this movie yeah watch this movie uh i'm sure i'm sure like you know women love this movie yeah except for um, all the murder earning shit <laughs> yeah um yeah let us know what you guys think of the movie uh whether you thought it was good bad and different uh or the other uh and i would most definitely be cutting out the whole part that you're talking you're you're making up nonsense about <laughs> franchises because that I was perplexed, but I just had to investigate it a little bit because nothing that you said there made any sense. But, that was the best but I, part. I'm gonna chuck it up to you trolling me, and uh, we are gonna move forward here. Uh, we got a trailer here, man, that we want to check out, dude. Uh, you know, while we're at it, fucking, let's just do Rugrats, right? Like, let's just bring that out. You know, bring that back. You know, uh, look, man, I, I saw a little bit of this trailer. Have you seen a trailer for Rugrats? I hope not, since we're doing a trailer. Uh, so no. I have not. I, okay. I also like as much as Rugrats is cool. Like I was more of a Cartoon Network kid. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Shut up. So I never. Shut up right now. Rugrats are you kidding, are you cool, fucking but kidding? I never really Rugrats fucked with Rugrats. Was the shit. Rugrats was the shit. 
Nobody was fucking with Rugrats. I don't care anything on Cartoon And I was a big fan of Cartoon Network as well, right? Uh, their, their whole Toonami thing. Uh, dude, big, huge fan of it. Uh, lo- loved everything they had on there. Nothing was touching Rugrats, man. Those adventures that fucking Tommy and gang would go on. Classics, dude. All classics. Each one of them slapped. Till this very day. I'm about to go back and watch some old episodes tonight. Fuck it. You know, while I'm at it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, uh, we're, we're getting a, a new Rugrats animated thing. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I guess we just have to remake things. Yeah. I, the, the, you know, listen, they did the, uh, the what is it? The Animaniacs remake. Uh, yeah, I guess but, but, but that could also be there's like. There's going to be another slew of them coming down a pipeline. Look, we, we got our fill with the Rugrats, right? We got multi-seasons, right? Uh, with, I think, Animaniacs. I think there was only like a, a handful of seasons. I think, or not even a handful, but maybe like two or three seasons of Animaniacs. If I'm, maybe I'm remembering that wrong. I don't know. I could be. Uh, but I feel like we didn't get that much of Animaniacs. But Rugrats, we got the fucking series. We got a, a series on top of that series, a spinoff series. We got a couple movies out of it. We got everything that we needed out of the Rugrats. We even got to see them grown up. Uh, Rugrats all grown up, literally, is what it's called. Uh, So the fact that we're going back now is why? Who's what kids are? Do kids even know what the fuck Rugrats are these days? Like, well, who's this geared towards? Like, like what what demographic is really checking for this right now? You know, I feel like kids are fucking, you know, watching uh, fucking the real housewives of bumfuck alaska or some shit uh they have no interest in <laughs> rugrats i'm sure uh so i don't know who the yeah, fuck is yeah there's too much other shit on netflix and disney plus and hulu to Will bring back out like rugrats uh, like uh, yeah like it's, it's like 20 30 year old shit i don't yeah. think kids have the appetite for this you know i, I yeah. i'm gonna test this against my daughter to see what she thinks yeah uh, yeah please. But, uh, and report also, on the uh the findings also you know about the rugrats angelica theory Oh, that uh, she, it would like apparently they were saying like oh she had, uh, or everybody died or something like that, and she was like dealing with some sort of post traumatic stress disorder where she's yeah, like, so like imagining everybody was there. Yeah, Angela, she's actually like the child of like two like uh, abusive and negligent parents, and all of the babies are figments of her imagination that she's like she's created these friends in her life. Um, to deal with like the trauma of the abuse and neglect, um, which is very dark. But uh, you know, the I believe it was the creators of Rugrats uh, recently came uh, recently like after a long time of these conspiracy theories running wild, um, responded to it saying like, no, these things are not true. Like you know, all all the characters in the show were real and they're not figments of her imagination and blah blah blah. Uh, so and, really, and why would they be? Because like, if I'm not mistaken, right? She's not even like in like half the episodes like she's like a guest appearance in like all the episodes yeah and i think the theory around that was that like this is because the babies were like having these like wild fun crazy adventures like things she wanted to do but couldn't because she was like trapped in the house you know with these like negligent parents so her but she wouldn't imagine herself in these stories but occasionally would yeah, uh, listen. I don't know how the how the how the brain is constructed. Okay, seems stupid. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway. So they responded to the theory. The theory is apparently not correct. Um, these are all real babies. So let's uh, let's jump in here. Let's check out this Rugrats trailer of real babies, real animated babies. <laughs> I suppose. Or just claymated babies. Let's see. 
fucking terrible bus. Hold on to your bottles! Oh, a baby got her new! What a baby's got her new! Whose idea was it to invent babies? Come on, guys! I had a feeling it would end like this. I wish someone would have told me before we started playing this dog monster game that there was a dog monster in it. It's the magical cave of fun stuff. Open egg face. That's not even close. He's a goner. They were so young. Rugrats! I think they've gotten better over time. <laughs> Streaming May 27th on Paramount Plus. Alright. Uh wow. Um where where do we start? Where do we start with this? Um, so alright. Here's one of the things that I'll say because I have like a, uh, you know, I have a four-year-old, right? The type of animation that I think we were used to as kids, like more the more like flat 2D animation um, is not necessarily like what kids like these days. Like my daughter loves all that like 3D animated looking shit, right? Um, I personally don't care for that style of animation, but kids these days have an appetite for it. Um, so the first thing about this, you know, remake of the Rugrats that threw me off was like how it looked visually, like the 3D. Um, it just, it, for me, it wasn't reminiscent of like my childhood, right? But I could understand how like a four-year-old or a five-year-old who may watch a trailer like this would be like, oh, wow, that looks pretty cool. That looks interesting. Not giving a fuck about the fact that it's a remake, just that it looks funny. Um, the, you know, the the, the the trailer looked interesting the the artwork looked really really good looked interesting and for the most part i think they kept it fairly consistent with like the voice um the the, the mannerisms you know all the characters look the same it's just a different style of art uh that i'm used to so i don't hate it as much as i thought i did the only thing i don't like is the fact that it's on paramount plus which absolutely means that i'm never going to watch a single episode of this because <laughs> You just, um, you basically just said everything that I, I was going to say, man. I, before watching the trailer, like I, uh, obviously to talk about it, I had to go grab the trailer. And so I saw the, like the, the animation and I was like, yo, this looks stupid. Like this looks dumb. Um, but I will say after watching the trailer, it feels like if take, take the whole brand of Rugrats out of it, it seems like something my little nephew would definitely like be mad into. For sure. Um, and so looking at it from that perspective, I can't really be mad at it. Because basically, you know, I think they just are like, yo, we got this existing property of Rugrats. Um, but instead of just trying to appeal to people who love Rugrats when they're younger, because they're probably not going to stick with like a new series, you know, unless it's about like adult, you know, the, the adult kids, you know, growing yeah. or the, the Rugrats becoming adults, you know, and maybe following their adventures then um uh we're not they're not they're not going to find this shit like relatable uh and they're not going to be our core target audience who is our core target audience our little ass kids you know and, and what do they like these days well the 3d animation shit uh you know i don't know just some goofy ass storylines i don't know um and, and for looking at it from that perspective i think it works man it you know you can't go wrong i think with the rugrats property um but they decided to go in the direction of 
you know, kind of updating sort of how they're doing it for today's kids, which I, th- I feel like is smart. But when I first saw it, it just hit me the wrong way. Like, nah, nigga, what are you doing to my Rugrats here? <laughs> what the fuck's happening here? You know, they look goofy as hell. But um, but yeah, man, I, I, I kind of dug it from that perspective. Yeah. The only thing that it does not have going for it is nobody, precisely nobody. And when I say nobody, I aggressively mean nobody is going to fucking get Paramount Plus, Paramount TV, Paramount, whatever the fuck they want to call it. Nobody's getting that in order to watch this. I just, I want to throw that out there now. I might be wrong. They might prove me wrong. I might have egg on my face. Also, I don't think that's going to be possible. I I think nobody's watching this on Paramount. Obviously, this is a show for kids, right? So, you know, kids, it's either Netflix or it's Disney Plus. Uh, Occasionally, my daughter will uh, venture over to Amazon uh, Prime videos to watch. To uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, what is that show? It's uh, it's like that black animated cartoon show from back in the day. It's uh, uh, There's a lot of them. I don't know. Fuck that. It, it's like a predominantly black animated show, which she found on Amazon, There's which a, you know, I loved. More than one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the name will come to me at some point. Uh, but like, who the fuck <clears throat> is like, yo, my, you know, I want to have give my kids some wholesome content to watch. Let Let's me uh, sign Paramount up for TV. Paramount Plus fuck? of all places. What kind of irresponsible parent are you yeah. if you decide to pop on Paramount TV for your kid to watch? I feel like that's the you only kid show that they have. <laughs> and then the only other sh- movie that they have is like Gone Girl and Gone Baby Gone. And it's like the kid is just going to venture down a dark 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 <laughs> um yeah man uh so yeah that was our that was our reaction to uh the new rugrats trailer uh yeah man um i, I just love that show when we were kids uh obviously different day new shit uh you know uh i guess the same shit but just new adventures uh and new animation going for it um yeah, I mean, I can't be too, too mad at it. Uh, yeah, yeah, literally the only thing that it's it's got going against it is, is uh, Paramount Plus. So, yeah, so, yeah. I do got to give, give a quick shout out to uh, the actress, the voice actress, oh, yeah. Elizabeth Daly, who has played some of the most like well-known uh, animated characters, um, I believe. Uh, so she voiced, the, uh, she was the voice of Tommy Pickles. Uh, she also did, uh, you know, um, uh, the, uh, I believe two characters in, uh, Powerpuff Girls, which is one of my favorite shows. Uh, she's just a uh, very well-known, uh, very accomplished voice actress in Hollywood who's like b- the voice behind some of our favorite characters growing up. Uh, a lot of times, like, voice actors don't get, you know, ob- we're, not, we're not seeing their faces, we're just hearing their voices, and they have these, like, um, you know, they obviously change their voices, they're animated to fit the characters that they're playing, they don't get enough recognition, so I gotta shout out to her. I mean, if if you haven't if you don't know who she is, Elizabeth Daly, she is the voice behind some of your favorite cartoon characters as a kid. Check her out. Yeah. Uh, and shout out to uh, Nicole Byerman, uh, who is, I don't know who she's voicing uh, on the show, but uh, I know I saw her credit as one of the uh, the voice actors on, on the show. Um, I would have to probably assume Susie. You don't want, you know, you don't want the smoke of, oh, you're not having a black person um uh play the black uh, character or voice the black character so i think she's she's voicing Susie. i could be or Susie's mom maybe um but uh but yeah 
Um, that was our reaction to Rugrats. Uh, you guys, let us know what the fuck you think about the uh, the new Rugrats trailer. Does it does it or does it make you a little bit more reminiscent about the past? Does it take you back a little bit, or does it completely shatter everything that you remember from the past and you want nothing to do with it? Uh, let us know in the comment section below. Um, all right, we are going to press forward here. Um, uh, we got another trailer. Uh, do do are you a big fan of Rick and Morty, or not even a big fan? But do do you watch? Did you watch Rick and Morty? Definitely watch Rick and Morty. Nice. That's what I like to hear, man. Uh, one yeah, of my man. fucking favorite shows, man. I love the shit out of Rick and Morty. Uh, I remember constantly hearing about it and seeing snippets of it here and there. But then, like, I think, I don't know, maybe a couple summers ago uh, or a couple years ago, I just decided I was like, all right, fuck it. Uh, I was just looking for something to watch and look something a little light and not, not anything too, too heavy. Uh, and so uh, so I was just like, let me let me pull the trigger on this Rick and Morty thing. Glad I did, man. Fucking one of the best decisions I ever made with my life. Okay, that might be taking it a little too far, but it was a great decision <laughs> to do that because um, I thoroughly enjoy the show. Uh, it has survived for four seasons. Uh, usually they take like a, an aggressively long time between um, between seasons, uh, but uh, they're back, man. And season four wasn't on all that long ago, um, to be perfectly honest. So this is kind of unusual that we're getting it this soon. Um, but, uh, we got a trailer for season five of Rick and Morty. So we are going to check that out. Morty, get ready for some fireworks. A little out of character to say this right now, but you guys look really cool. So let's do it. Come get some. Way to Tee up something awesome? Yes. God, why does everyone go cyberpunk bird? Is this what you wanted to get out of town? You think I'd lie to you about why we're on vacation, Morty? I wouldn't lie to you. Well, that's a lie. Huh. What have we become? Why are we doing this anymore? Because it's fun, you little rat. Morty, this is gonna sound bad, but would you trust me not to kill you? Oof. Huh. Well, I don't nearly have the time to unpack this. New Rick and Morty starting Sunday, June 20th at 11 p.m. Oh my God! Come on, let's go! On Adult Swim. And stream seasons one through four on... Alright, we don't need to know any of that shit. Um, yeah, we don't need that. Skip that part. Yeah. Uh, dude, what do you think? Season, season um, five, Rick and Morty. I mean, it looks like we're going to get more of exactly why we watched that fucking show. <laughs> um, more fun adventures with Rick and Morty. Uh, the, the animation in, in this one, it looks like, like every season they, they push it a little bit further with like um, just how wild the animation can be. And, uh, the, you know, like who creates, like, I'd love to be in like the meeting where they're, where they're, creating the idea and the storyline for each episode or it's just like someone just pitches an idea like all right let's uh, rick and morty in this episode are going to escape to another dimension where um you know fucking giant amazonian women with three tits and like the head of a lobster and, and or like lobster claws are gonna you know like who the and who's in this meeting like 
that's a great idea. Like, <laughs> let's let's run with that. <laughs> well, I, I think that's kind of like the whole idea behind it. It's just like, let's just keep coming up with more more outlandish shit that makes no fucking sense. But I, what, obviously, like one of the best things about the show is uh, when they have like the, the literally the show within the show, right? So they have this uh, like annual thing that they do. I forget what the fuck it's called. Uh, uh, shit. Yeah, I, I forget the name of it, but it's it's like this an, this thing that they watch on TV uh that's like you know a series of just like random fucking shows from like other dimensions um oh uh, yeah yeah that's what you're about um and so uh you could just see like it's just completely random shit because you hear them like fucking like giggling about it like they're like hmm. and this show about you know the space aliens and uh how they do the blurb and with the zig and, and it's just like random shit that doesn't fucking make any sense um and uh so yeah but uh but yeah man what i always love though is, is that they're always able to find like a storyline in there, even no matter how outlandish it is, no matter how crazy the story is, no matter random the story is, they always manage to find some sort of heartbeat within it, which is, yeah, it's commendable, you know, that uh, you can turn literally anything into, and it, this is a testament, you know, I think, I think the show itself is a testament to uh, that you can turn anything into a story so long as you just make it a good, like you, you have a good plot. It doesn't matter what like the, the surface aesthetic is or the surface plot is as long as you're able to find the heartbeat within it you know um and that's why yeah. this. look uh from that trailer man uh what i love is how they fucking came up with, i don't know i guess you can go either voltron or power rangers or whatever you want to go with it but they you know they had like the the different like machines that fucking all link up and shit to make like one zord or you know whatever you want to call it um I, I think that's fucking dope man um i'm trying to remember where we left off last season i don't remember for the life of me i can't remember where the story left off so they're um, on season four Five, six right now right this is the trailer for this season is six? season five this is a trailer season, for season five, five. Yeah. so i think i'm like i think i left off at the beginning of season four so i haven't finished season five um so oh, i got a little 40. bit of catching up to do uh yeah yeah sorry i haven't seen it finished season four so i got a little bit of catching up to do um but i'm definitely going to do that before this upcoming season drops um dude one of the things i really like uh you know about rick and morty is uh how like they're able to like continue with certain uh lines of like you know certain jokes that mm. you may remember from like even season one or two just about like the 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 growing relationship between rick and morty um uh, to your point how they're able to like make relevant uh you know each episode is about something like relevant and and something that like has as you said like a heartbeat i think that was like well said um no matter how wild the story may be dude how stressful would it be uh to have like the le- to have like this fucking insane wild idea for an episode, but it's just not creative and not wild enough. Like you're like uh, Rick and Morty, like fucking go to Mars and they get like uh, attacked and like by these like Mars men who have like the head of like a tiger and the body of a fucking. Uh, like shrimp that can fly or something like that. And then like the director of the show or the producers are like, hey, like, we, we really need you to like push the boundaries a little bit more. Like that's just not the type of creativity that we're looking for. Like you just try a little bit harder. And you're just like, what the fuck? I just had this like insanely wild fucking idea, but it's not wild enough. Well, I, I, keep think, me up at night. Well, I think that's why they they might like have those episodes where they just add in a whole bunch of shit because they probably just come up with all all sorts of shit. Um, that they, you know, maybe not don't use for like any, you know, like as like a main something in a, in a, in a, in an episode. 
Um, but they have like so many different avenues for just adding in all this like random shit that I would have to assume like almost like rarely would uh, an idea get like rejected in terms of how something looks. Maybe a storyline might get rejected, but I think in terms of because they just add in just completely random shit. I don't think and and from the Monday because I feel like they have to have a spectrum of like shit that's like weird, but not like completely out of bounds. Right. It's all the way to this shit is just wild and it's just like something that does not exist in our known universe. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and I think that they, they can appreciate anything along that spectrum, you know, um, because one might make it a little bit relatable. The other is just like bat shit crazy. Um, and I think they need a little bit of both in order to make it kind of all gel together. Um, yeah. But yeah, what's your what's your favorite episode of of Rick and Morty? What was your favorite? What was your favorite thing about it that, that you remember? Do you remember the episode where they? Uh, I think like Rick had like the house party. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, wait, was it Miss uh, Mr. Meeseeks or was it the one where every like everybody's? Um, you can't tell who was like a uh, like an alien or not. Uh, it, it was the one where like they had like I think Mr. Meeseeks was in there, um, but they had like they invited all these different aliens from like different planets and galaxies and whatnot, and they just had like a house party. I think one time when like Rick's or Morty's parents were um, yeah, yeah like, out, of out of town, town or something, or something yeah, like yeah. that, yeah. and there was that ro- one robot who like would tell really really long stories and like <laughs> yeah. he would corner you into like he'd be like whoa you don't know about like like intergalactic whatever theory he's like well where do i start i guess i gotta start from the beginning that robot was fucking hilarious um so uh, rick and morty is like i, I do love it but it, it's not my favorite like animated show of this style i gotta go for me still futurama there's nothing that tops Futurama, in my opinion. I don't know. I was never um, a huge Futurama person. Um, when be seeking, when going between that and like Family Guy and uh, and uh, Simpsons, I'd have to like opt for more. I'm more of a Simpsons Family Guy person. I never really got into Futurama like that. I always kind of thought it was dumb. Um, while well, I watched it, you know, I kind of rewatched some of the episodes, you know, uh, of more recent, maybe in like the last few years, but. I still, it's, it's still, I, I don't have quite as much nostalgia for, for, uh, Futurama as everybody else does. Yeah. Um, I've my, seen uh, every episode. Uh, well, I'm sure. Cause it, it's, 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 uh, it's really short in terms of its, its actual like episode count, right? Like it doesn't have that many seasons. Um, uh, so no, I thought it, I think it has quite a few, like it took me a while, like a month to finish Futurama. Huh. I mean, I would do like three or four episodes a night. Um, I don't know. I don't remember how many seasons they did, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they had quite a few seasons and like, like at least like 16 episodes per season. I'm going to have to double check that though. Could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, let me just check real quick. I'll do uh, I, yeah, 140. So that's a lot. Yeah. 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 That's a pretty good amount. Yeah. I, th- I always thought it was, I don't know why I thought it was, uh, or maybe it did it stop for a while and then it came back. I don't know. Um, but one of my favorite episodes of, um, rick and morty i feel like it has to be pickle rick uh i don't know if you've gotten to that uh episode yet um mm. but it's i don't remember it so probably you, not you yeah you would remember it if, if if you got there well if you're in season four you would have but anyways it doesn't matter um it's just this int- like so it, most of the storylines on there are just like what the fuck uh rick gets turned into a pickle um or he turns himself into a pickle and then like the whole episode is just him like steadily like acquiring 
like limbs and shit like so he beats up like a rat or kills a rat and then takes like the fucking rats like arms or some shit like that and then like he like finds like a roach and then takes the roach like skeletal body and it's just like it just gets like progressively more preposterous and then he like there's like an assassin that's like trying to kill him and uh he ends up like wounding the assassin and then they become friends and then they it's just like and then like one of the best things is that like it's like whenever he would accomplish something or i guess maybe at a certain point he's like uh he'll just scream out i'm pickle rick <laughs> it's just so stupid i don't i don't know why that's my favorite but it's, whenever i remember like a good rick and morty episode i always remember that one um yeah man no, no, no. that one's uh that one's news to me I, I haven't seen that like but i said like yeah i think i'm on the beginning half of season four so i'm gonna have to check that out yeah, man. Uh, anyways, that was our reaction to uh, Rick and Morty season five trailer. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, did you like it? Not like it? Indifferent? Uh, let us know in the comment section below. All right, let's check out uh, maybe one, maybe two more stories, and then let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Um, I'll, I'll kind of leave it to dealer's choice. What do you want to check out? Do we want to talk about? Uh, Got to talk wanna, about Black Superman. Well, let, let's talk about Black Superman, but maybe let's come back to that. Let's circle around to that because I really wanted to get to, to this one, and I and I'm, I'm I don't, I don't want to not have time to do it, um, even though I just said it was dealer's choice. Um, uh, two distant strangers. Let's let's talk about that real quick, man. Um, we we talked about this. Uh, we reviewed the the the, the movie uh, maybe a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, something like that. Um, yeah, and obviously it ended up winning the Oscars. Uh, then lo and behold, it comes out that the movie might not be. So, and one of the things we praised the movie for was being really original. Turns out, might not be the case. Might not be as original as uh, as we were we were you know thinking it was. Uh, so you know this this article comes to us um, uh, as an article from uh. Uh, the insider. Uh, so, and I'll just read it verbatim, uh, you know, just because, um, but, uh, in a TikTok posted by director, Cynthia, uh, uh, I believe that's her, how you pronounce her name. Uh, the director talked about her four minute short film called groundhog day for a black man released in December, 2016, in which a black man revive uh, relives the same day and tries to survive a police interaction. Ko said, uh, the short film has just over 3.6 million views, uh, as of May fourth uh the 2020 short film the two distant, distant strangers written um by uh trevon uh trayvon free uh and directed by free and martin uh, desmond Rowe is about a black man who becomes stuck in this time loop that forces him to relive a deadly run-in with a cop according to the film's description uh on netflix um so and it also won the academy uh, award for best short film um th- this past year uh and uh and yeah so what's weird about it is that the uh uh video news outlet now this was uh involved with two distant strangers i think it was one of the producing units uh uh on the film and what's weird is that the now this had actually reached out to cynthia Kao to talk about her short film um and they like featured it in an article or something like that back in 2020 um and then less than a year later uh you know they come out with this movie in which they're one of the producing either partners or whatever they were involved with the movie somehow this news outlet of now this um and so she was just like uh 
that's a little suspicious. That's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and so now this has kind of come out and been like, yo, the movie was already in production by the time we got involved. It was already like a thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And just to, to just to like expand on that. So like uh, in a statement to like the, uh, the Daily Beast, uh, now this said, and I'm just quoting here. Two Distant Strangers was independently conceived and in final production for months before now this became involved in the film. So any connections out of the question, right? So, but again, like you said, it's it's really interesting, the, the timing at least. Like they reached out to her for an interview or to like talk about that project, but were they also, and is it because they had involved themselves in uh, uh, the production of Two Distant Strangers? Uh, and, and this is all happening at the same time or like is someone lying here? Cause it, it yeah. sounds too coincidental. Well, okay. Uh, question, my question first, did you end up watching the, uh, and, and is it clearly okay if you, if you haven't, but did you watch the, uh, and I actually got it here, the, um, groundhog day for a black man. Um, uh, did you, did you see that or any part of that? No, no, I, I didn't get a, get a chance to like check it out in full before we started recording today. That, that's fine. Uh, I'll ask you, do you want to watch a, a little bit of it? Because I got it here. Would you want to check uh, a little this, bit of that out? Or for the sake of time, time. I'd, I'd probably want to watch it like in full, just to, like make sure I'm like really. Well, it's like four minutes, but but yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. But uh, really similar. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like from like, you know, there's like music playing as the guy's waking up to. And honestly, this one actually, weirdly enough, I might have enjoyed this one maybe a little bit more. Um, uh, if I'm being really, really honest, I thought it was really funny, uh, maybe funnier than, you know, than, and, and I guess maybe they weren't trying to go for comedy with, uh, two distant strangers. Uh, but weirdly enough, this isn't actually, and, and what's weird about this whole scenario is it's not the only movie that like is being compared like that, uh, has had this idea of this groundhog day for a black man. Um, as literally the, the short film was called, um, uh, so you have Groundhog Day for a Black Man, which is 2016 by Cynthia Kale. Then you have Replay, uh, which is kind of a, it's a Twilight Zone episode from season one, um, episode three, directed by Gerard uh, McMurray. And then you have Obituary of Tunde Johnson, uh, directed by uh, Ali uh, Leroy. I didn't make that up. The movie's literally called The Obituary of Tunde Johnson, um, which is <laughs> odd. Uh for me, at least since my name is Tunde. Um, but that was from 2019. So it's not even like the only work that this like is being basically said is like a similar thing. So what my argument would be is the only reason why we're talking about this because it won uh it, it, it won an Oscar. Is is that really the only thing? Because apparently there's these other products that can also be said to have had the same idea uh outside of just two distant strangers so and then also just like the whole idea of like originality right like yeah i don't know it, it it's for as much as it's a unique concept i mean i feel yeah, like it's, it, it's not it, that it, unique it's like you know it, it's um it's a playoff of the film groundhog day right where a person keeps reliving the same day over and over so the the take the take on this one is like you know the the black man's experience and obviously um, we're in a, a I, I, sometimes I hate saying we're living in a point in time in which uh, there's like great, like civil unrest and distrust between the black community and the community and the police, which 
it's always been like that, right? So this this is not like a point in time thing. Um, but we now have like larger platforms to tell these types of stories. Um, so I, I wouldn't necessarily say this is a unique, entirely unique idea. So it is quite possible that uh, Two Distant Strangers was maybe already in production at the same time that uh, uh, Groundhog Day for a Black Man was in production, and these two things were just coincidentally happening happening at the same time. Well, they they weren't. Um, so, so so Groundhog Day for a Black Man was all the way back in 2016. 2016, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so I'm sorry. So, news, but yeah. isn't when like now this reached out to her that the thing was already in production? Two distant strangers. It, was it seems like that's the case, said. but it's I don't know. That's uh, we're taking that off with the strength of now this, which I'm not saying that yeah. you know, they're not a reputable, you know, uh, outlet. But what I would say is, is like that becomes a lot more sketchy in terms of like who knew what when, right? Like how, uh, and one could say there's like a couple different like takes on it, right? You could say that okay, now this is just trying to attach themselves to anything. So for instance, like they saw this thing from back in 2016 about Groundhog Day for a Black Man, and they're like, oh, this shit is dope. And then they might have heard about this two distant strangers and be like, oh, that's the kind of the same idea that's dope we could attach ourselves to this and just write its coattails right um because we know we like that thing you know um uh you could argue that that might be the case but it also seems very like watching both of them they're both short films and they're both really like reminiscent of one another like done in like i can see if it was like really different styles but it's basically the same style that's done yeah um like again from like uh kind of the way music kind of plays a factor into it into um like how all of the scenes sort of like kind of like lay out i feel like maybe two distant strangers gets a little bit more um not cerebral but like uh a little bit more they try to be a little bit more nuanced and obviously you have a four minute thing versus a 32 minute thing yeah so So you can tell more of a story there yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I would say that they're very similar in how now this is kind of linked to both. That's strange. Yeah. Uh, it's there's there's the something star. there's something to this because they're they're too similar to have the same either producing the uh, you know, the same people involved that either produced the film or were part of somehow the production of the film. Um and to have them be already be aware of this 2016 thing. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but like to, to, to what you said earlier about like the fact that this has become such a big issue because, you know, uh, obviously two distance, distance strangers was nominated for and won an Oscar for best short film. Um, so now that the, uh, the creator of groundhog day for a, a black man, uh, and I'm sorry, what was her name again? Uh, uh, Cynthia Kale. Yeah. Cynthia Kale is now like really like, kind of like bringing this to to the light that like, Hey, like they kind of like stole my idea. This is plagiarism. Um, I, I get it. It makes sense. Like if I do something and I, and it, it does well for me and you do something and it does well for you. Um, but you know, like, let's say like, that's all it does. It gets a lot of views, it gets, you know, a lot of attention, gets some publicity. I may not like take you to court over it, depending on how much, I've earned, depending on how much you earned it, you know, if you earned a hundred dollars and I made a hundred dollars, I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm not going to come for your $50 or your hundred dollars might not even be worth my time. But if I have a, an original idea 
and then you take my idea and then for whatever reason your platform win an um, oscar is far more elevated than mine and you win a fucking oscar for my idea yeah i'm coming wolf I'm coming. <laughs> um, i want my coinage <laughs> exactly you know like i'm there's a lot of money you win an oscar your project is going to make a lot of money it's going to be uh, i mean obviously netflix picked it up right so there's yeah. there's a lot of money to be made and and i can't blame her for saying hey like you know I brought it up back then, but I'm bringing it again, uh, bringing it back up now because, uh, you know, this is my idea and they're profiting off of my idea. So uh, yeah. it's going to be really interesting to see what happens next with this. Yeah. Uh, I, if I were to assume, I don't know. I don't think there's really, unless she sues them, I don't really know if there's much that's going to come of it. And it doesn't seem like, and I feel like it really would be like the wrong I feel like that would be a little bit of a misstep if you did sue them because just because of the subject matter. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't know if that's like the way you just like uh, publicly speaking, I feel like that's not yeah. a good, that's not a good look. <laughs> like, yeah. because Listen, then I, would, like, I would try and settle out of court. You know what I mean? Like, well, you would need to sue them in the first place in order to sell, settle out of court, right? Like you need to like yeah. actually threaten to do something in order to be like, all right, well, you got to give me this money or else I'm, I'm going to you know, take this to court. Um, or you can just file and send an email. Like, hey, listen, I just I filed this today so that you know, but I'm happy to sell out of court. This doesn't even have to hit the docket. This doesn't even have to get scheduled for a hearing. I just want the check. <laughs> maybe I mean, somebody, I mean, but maybe someone perfectly- will agree. But to be perfectly honest, you know, uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly what anybody's like motivation in, in, in this is. But what I will say is that uh, it, at the end of the day, it might just be about recognition, man. It's just like, yo, you know, it, it, coming up with a dope concept um, is, is, is hard, you know, to do, especially one that might be unique. Uh, and if Cynthia Okeo, if they really did rip off her idea for, for two distant strangers somehow, um, then at least give her credit for like original story by, you know, or something like something as like a recognition, but when you just kind of wholesale, like just take the idea, but don't give somebody like a a look, you know, it's just like, not only am I going to take your shit, but I'm going to win an Oscar and then not even mention that you had an idea that this is based yeah. off of, which is to me kind of fucked up. But I don't know if that's actually the case in this. It seems mad suspicious because of the connection between uh, now this. Uh, but but, you know, alas, we don't know exactly what the in- inner workings of that were. And, and uh, like I said, there's other things that is also pretty similar to this. And I watched the trailer for the obituary Tunde Johnson. Basically the same idea too, except for it's like with younger people and it's with like, you know, uh, you know, there, there's like a lot more that they add to it, but it's, it's a basic same premise where, you know, you get shot by the cops and you wake up the next day, yada, yada, rinse and repeat. Um, gotcha. Yeah, man. Um, all right, let's, 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 let's breeze through this, uh, Superman real quick. There's really not much to this other than news that, um, uh, that we're getting a uh, potentially getting a black Superman. Uh, obviously, we know that uh, Tanisha Coates uh, was uh, pegged to write the next Superman film, um, and we suspected that we're probably going to get a black Superman. On, on you know, I can't necessarily see Tanisha Coates writing about a white Superman, but um, I personally thought that would think that would have been uh, you know dope. But uh, but alas, uh, of course, we're going to get a, a black Superman. Um, so far as uh, we're hearing from Collider. Um, 
what do you what do you what is your take on this? Uh, because apparently, you know, because the Flash uh, is going to set it up where we're going to get like a multiverse. So they're going to make it like anything can happen at any point. You know, if we come up with this movie, it's still within the universe. It's just the multiverse. Uh, so if we get a black Superman is like, uh, it's just, you know, we're, we're assuming that it has something to do with the, the multiverse. Uh, what do you what, what's your what's your take on uh, the um, melanin skinned Kal-El? Yeah. So uh, you, you, you saw Spider-Man in, uh, uh, was it the multiverse? In, into the Spider-Verse or in, into, into the yeah, Spider-Verse. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what we were, what were, what were we introduced to, right? Like a, this multiverse of like many different uh, Spider-Men and Spider-Women, right? We had like Spider-Girl, there was a pig Spider-Man. There wasn't there like a robot Spider-Man. There was an old one. Uh, we got so many different versions of Spider-Man um, and, and it was fun to watch. Right. That's that's really all it was. Like you just expand your mind to the idea of like the thing that as it as you're used to it has many different possibilities. Right. Um, so if this black Spider-Man is within the realm of, you know, this, uh, you know, this like DC, uh, this expansive DC universe, I think it just makes for really interesting, different storytelling. Um, and it's maybe about time that we start seeing some of these superheroes instead in of being just like, like, you know, powerful white men as like something else, right? As other. Um, so, you know, I think this has been a conversation uh, that people have been having for a while. And it's great to see that DC is starting to put some like legs underneath this thing. Uh, for a while, mm -hmm. people talked about Michael B. Jordan possibly playing uh, the like black Superman. Um, I think Michael B. Jordan has if recently issued a statement saying that like, you know, there's been no talks of him uh, taking on this role. Um, whoever it is, I, you know, I'm sure they'll do the, the casting, uh, you know, as they should, and maybe it'll be like a big Hollywood name, maybe it'll be somebody that like we're being introduced to for the first time. Um, I just hope that with JJ Abrams behind this as a, I believe a producer and, uh, uh, Tanishi Coates as a writer on this project, it'll be done justice. And, uh, you know, we'll get to see, see black Spider-Man or black Superman for the first time. So, you know, I, I like where this is heading so far. Uh, it'll be really interesting, like, you know, a couple months down the road when this thing really starts to take off, we start to hear about like who's being casted, um, as like Superman, as like supporting cast members, um, you know, how, what, in what direction that heads. Yeah. I think what will also be really interesting is see what they do with Ma, cause apparently it's supposed to be like an origin story of, you know, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, Kal-El coming to earth. Um, so, um, It'll be interesting to see what they do with Ma and Pa Kent. You know, are we still in Kansas? Are they still farmers? Yeah. You know, um, white farmers from Kansas. Um, I'd be interested it's to see gonna, what they do there. Yeah. If if they do the white farm, it's going to be like Angelina Jolie is uh, Martha <laughs> Kent. You know what I mean? <laughs> but she's already, you know, we she's already well known for taking in uh, kids of color. It's between her and Madonna. Uh, yeah, one of just going to other countries and like taking kids back home. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, Madonna, I'd be fine with Madonna too. Yeah, the next the next step is just taking them from other worlds. Uh, just <laughs> taking yeah. kids from other worlds. Like this the is first mine, Martian baby. Yeah, the first baby from Krypton. You know, <laughs> oh my, Angelina Jolie would raise her hand <laughs> quick as fuck. <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, but I'm really curious what they do from that end of the spectrum because I think that's going to paint a lot of the the story. Uh, is is how Kalo grows up. Right. Uh, and I think if you're yeah. 
you know, uh, you know, uh, if you crash land and some, you know, white farmers from Kansas find you, that's going to be a different vibe than if you fucking crash land uh, somewhere in Harlem, and, <laughs> you know, and Jim Jones is, uh, is raising you. It's like a different vibe, you know, that's all I'm trying to say. Um, and so, uh, yeah, um, but I you look, man, um, I think it's all about the story. But this one, it's all about how the story can, comes across and is conveyed. So I'm looking forward to it. Whatever it is, it's going to be different than anything we've ever seen with Superman as far as Superman's concerned. And I think that is a breath of fresh air, uh, but different, I think, in a good way, meaning that it's still, I feel like, going to stay true to Superman at Superman's core in terms of his um, what he's supposed to represent and stand for. I think Zack Snyder had a completely different take on what that Superman is and, and would stand for. Um, and I don't necessarily know if I, I liked Henry Cavill in a role, but I don't know if I like what they necessarily did with Superman in, 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 in this case, or even what they did with like mom, pa, can I thought they introduced a lot of interesting storylines. Like one is that like, remember pa Kent was like, uh, he was like, oh, should I have just let the other kids? I don't know if you remember from Man of Steel, but he was like, should I let the other kids die in the bus? And Pocket was like, I don't know, maybe. I think yeah. that's it. Look, some people don't like like that, you know, aspect of like, no, of course not. Don't let them die. That's not. But I think that's an interesting moral question of like, look, if you expose yourself to the world, you're the world's just going to essentially try to tear you apart. Right. Because you're a fucking alien. Right. Um, but if you stay hidden from the world, it's always like, how far do you want to naturally take that stay hidden idea? You know, uh, yeah. should you never expose your, you know, who you are or is it okay when people's lives are on the line? Um, and you know, uh, so I, I, I don't think they, they ask the right questions. I think with the man of steel, Superman, um, at least at times, uh, they, they asked the right questions, but I don't think the follow through was, was there. I think the questions were posed, but not necessarily followed through with, uh, and they focused on like the wrong things, I think ultimately with Henry Cavill's Superman. So anyways, uh, that's our take on that. Um, with that being said, um, unless you had any more, uh, I think, uh, we will do the deed and get the fuck out of here, man. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, like always, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you rocking with us. Go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button, share the shit with anybody and everybody who you believe can benefit from the podcast. Obviously, there's everybody. Till the next time, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you later. Until then, fade out. Peace.